Welcome to Land on the Range. This pod will tell you what's what about land ownership and building wealth. This is for the entrepreneurs, the legacy makers, and the families creating a path living their American dream. Subscribe and follow me for speaking engagements. You can book me with the link in the comment section on this podcast. Just remember, the one thing they won't build more of is land. Let's connect and stay educated. Hey, everyone. So glad you're joining in with us. We have a phenomenal guest today. I can't wait to have you listen to some of the questions and answers that Parcel Funders is going to give us today. Uh, very happy to introduce Haley and Reed. Uh, they are the co-owner, or actually the founder, excuse me, of Parcel Funders. Uh, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hey there. Yes. Well, thank you so much. We've had some questions come in about some of the things that you guys are working on. Uh, mainly, the first question we can get started with is how do you and your land investors work with realtors? Yeah. So realtors are a big, a big addition that we need in our funding business. When we work with investors, we do know realtors in certain areas, but we're always in newer areas. Important for us to find new connections and new people, you know, willing to work with us. It's always good to have someone, some boots on the ground, who knows the area, knows the market. With our business, we like to have our properties on the market for 90 days or less. So we like to ask the market value and then what the price would be to get it sold within 90 days or less. We obviously know no one has a crystal ball though. Our numbers always have to have that wiggle room. We do our own research, but also there's things on the other end that we don't see. Like we can't see previous listings for a specific property. You know, we found some that there's an actual issue, you know, maybe it was on the market for a long time and then there's notes in there that we find out. And then we just go back to the seller and negotiate, you know, our buy price down. So it makes the numbers work still. Yeah. I mean, realtors are the boots on the ground, right? And Haley mentioned that. So when it comes to the realtors, they know what the active development is in the area, what kind of urban sprawl there may be coming to that area. They know the ins and outs. They know they have all the connections. So if we need to get a surveyor, they know those individuals. They know the right title companies to go to, ones that are not going to jerk us around and allow us to move forward very quickly. And so our investors that we fund their deals for really appreciate that. So essentially our company is in existence because a lot of these land investors are reaching out to sellers off market. So they're sending out letters and everything else to try to say, hey, I'll buy your property. And occasionally they get one that a seller is willing to sell their property directly to them, but then they want to go ahead and remarket that property to other individuals or other buyers. And the best way that we have found is using brokers. When we are researching the properties, we want to make sure that we have as much knowledge as possible about that property, make a good funding decision for us and make sure that we uh, are setting up that investor for success. I think the realtors really like us because we want to move the property as quickly as possible. We're not willing to wait a year for it to sit on the market, trying to get the highest price possible. That, that tells you, I hope a little, it gives you a little insight into how we work with brokers. Yeah. And I think there's something really unique about land specialists also in the real estate market. There's so much that comes on the market that 
Uh, sometimes if a commercial or residential agent doesn't understand land appropriately, they're not going to have the software or the specialty to really understand how to value that land. You find a piece of parcel off market, say easy math, you know, $100,000 for 50 acres. Well, then your land investor can come in and say, okay, hey, I, I need to work with a land specialist to figure out what is the true value of this land? What happens if there's mineral rights on there? What happens if there's opportunities for development that's right along the development path because it's on a, a main highway right now? Uh, the landowner is not going to be up to date on many of those factors of the community. So having the land investor will be able to benefit off of that uh, lack of knowledge. But on the flip side, having a land realtor be able to really get in there and, and figure out what are the other highest and best uses for that land. Yeah, that's that's a great opportunity to really partner with the land investors and the land uh, agents as well. And that leads me to kind of the, the second question is, why should uh, realtors consider working with you guys and land investors? What's what's in it for them? So we pay very well. <laughs> just, <laughs> just one thing. Um, we move properties extremely quickly and we value them. Uh, I think there's sometimes a case of where some land investors will call up land brokers and say, hey, what's the value of this property? And then you just never hear from them again. And it's a requirement that if we fund a deal for uh, a land investor to acquire a property, our intention is to use a land broker to resell the property. Uh, so typically they're buying these properties just to give you an idea for 30 to 40 cents on the dollar. And then they turn around and they resell it for 80 to 90 cents on the dollar, or maybe even a little bit less than that. Essentially, you know, we're great communicators. Uh, we'll give them repeat business because we're constantly working with 30 plus land investors that are buying all over the country. And we value their knowledge when it comes to, can this land be used for timber? Can it, um, you know, are there wetlands on the property? Is it in a floodplain zone? You know, all these different things that they're going to know about, they're going to know the neighbors and who may be interested. They may even already have a buyer lined up that they know about that has been wanting this perfect parcel of land. They bring a lot of skill sets. They bring a lot of energy to the listing. They know where it needs to be advertised. And those are some of the main reasons to work with us besides the compensation, besides you know the volume of deals and so forth. And I, I, I would say that we're kind of fun to work with too. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, you listed the two number one things, have a fun work environment and money. <laughs> yeah. 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 At the end of the day, everyone wants to be able to get a paycheck. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and be able to laugh and have a good time. So this is really it's kind of a really new type of thing. I mean, you over 2019, you guys really started and how, I mean, it seems like COVID has really paved a great opportunity for you guys to really capitalize and now really starting to work in with the boots on the ground and making matchmaking and making sure, hey, if we've got land for investors, how can we offset that as quick as possible to keep moving forward and generate as much revenue as possible? Stop running into bad deals. Conservation reservation programs, the federal CRPs, those can be invisible violations, you know, having farmers dump uh, stuff in flood zones, uh, in those creek beds that sometimes if an agent isn't walking on the property, they're not going to see that. Well, now you got layers of violations from all different kinds of enforcement governing boards that really can prevent 
anybody, either an investor or buyer, from really getting the max value of that land. I'm just kind of really fascinated with everything that you guys are doing. And why would you encourage uh, your land investors to work with realtors like the other way around? Why is it in their best interest to work with us? Well, we have found local brokers who know land because we do we do our research and we see who's active in land. Sometimes we'll talk to a couple of brokers in a certain area that's new to us. We want to find the right person who fits us, but our land investors, some may have never used it and to them, it might be money coming out of their pocket that they just want themselves. But in reality, we want to move the deals quick. We want someone local there, someone who can meet someone at the property so they don't get lost because <laughs> that happens sometimes too. <laughs> They're very useful. And any time that we have encouraged someone to use a broker and we end up using it, they are very thankful. It kind of takes some of the pressure off of them. They'll still list it in their normal areas and then forward anything to the realtor. But I think I think once they see the benefits of having one and just the knowledge, we'll reach out about a property and, you know, I've had to know the neighbor and say, oh, he might be interested in buying it and, you know, be ready to go before we're even completely closed on it. The main reasons that they should really explore using brokers that we found is that they can justify and verify their price of what they're buying the land for. So if you take a step back, these land investors, imagine if you're a seller, you've gotten an offer of $50,000. Maybe your parcel land is only worth 20, but somehow this land investor thinks it's worth 50. But that's because they pretty much don't know the value or they got it wrong because they're sending out these letters all across the country, or maybe they're targeting one county. They're not too familiar with the property, but they think, okay, I've looked at some listings. I, I kind of feel like it's worth 50,000. You're thinking, wow, great. This is awesome. And then they contact us. We do our due diligence on the property and we find out eh, something doesn't sit right here. I don't think it's worth 50. I think it's probably closer to 20 or 30,000. So we call up a couple different brokers. Ideally, we find one that we really like and that is very knowledgeable about land. And he or she does their own research, gets back to us and says, yeah, Reed and Haley, this property is actually worth only 25,000. We take that back to the investor to say, hey, I wouldn't move forward with this property if you're going to buy it for 50000 because we're not going to fund it. I would suggest that you go back to the seller and renegotiate uh, because they have to get it for a lot lower because their goal is to then turn around and resell the property and make a margin of profit between what they paid for it and what they sold it for through a broker. Right then and there, we've had situations where brokers have come back and said, yeah, this property is not worth what your investor is paying. You got to get it for this price. Right there, they've saved tens of thousands of dollars in a costly mistake where it could have just sat on the market for quite some time. So that's why we really value realtors. And we also value, especially land brokers or the realtors that focus in on land because they, they give us that value. And they also tell us ways that we can improve the value or the selling capacity of the property. They give us an idea of, hey, just do this with the county, do that with the county, and you can get more buyers that are actively interested in the property. So you're gonna really need to do a perk test or you're gonna really need to do some other tests on the property. And meanwhile, these investors, they're not just used relying on the broker, as Haley mentioned, they're advertising in other different mediums, but sometimes that broker, maybe they say, you know, that costs them money to list it on land.com and some of these other sites. 
lean on that broker, if they already have a relationship, they can say, hey, can you put this on land.com as a signature listing? I think there's a lot of value that brokers bring. And the more investors that we work with, the more they're seeing that value. I mean, we had another deal. The investor wasn't too keen on using a broker. And we said, sorry, that's, that's, that's the terms of the deal if we're going to fund it. He ended up using this broker. He learned all these different things from her. And we ended up getting the deal done, made uh, a good chunk of money. And now he's only going to use her moving forward when he has properties in that area. And mm-hmm. I think he called me maybe a few weeks ago and said, thanks for turning me on to this. I was a little stubborn about it, but I'm really happy that you pushed us to use brokers uh, because when you find a really good one, they're worth their weight in gold. Now there are several that are not so great and I'll be very upfront about that, but they're the few that you do find, they can make your day or week or year just absolutely wonderful. Absolutely. And I think so much that relationship with the broker, the land investor, and who is going to be buying this property. I've had people come to me and say, hey, I really want to buy this piece of land and it's 10 acres and it's residential. But then when I start digging into it, I go, whoa, whoa, whoa oh, wait a second, the highest and best use of this land is actually going to flip commercial because digging into the county commissioner meetings where the board has been discussing changing the rezoning and rewriting after COVID and and allowing for flips, the way that the structure of that street was looking was not going to be residential friendly. So being able to make sure that the seller is getting the highest and best use and not putting a buyer into a situation where they're not paying attention to the culture of the community that's going on because they're not paying attention to the planning and zoning committees. They don't know the board of elected officials. So they don't know that that board got wiped out and a new type of uh, elected officials with a new kind of plan is coming forward. And all of those can really hinder the buyer who at the end of the chain here is going to be able to do what they want to do or not. You know, everyone wants a happy customer. They want to be able to have someone at the end of the chain here say, oh my goodness, this was the best experience ever uh, and have a plan. If something changes along the way, how can I make this land better? So many stories that I can think of <laughs> situations where land looked great the, the surface looked great. You're walking around and then you start digging in and you find out there's $60,000 worth of penalties coming if you inherit this land. And the next person just swoops in because they're desperate to buy land and want to build a house, but it's a, a retired pig farm. So there's federal mandates about decommissioning sewer lagoons that they're not paying attention to. They're like, oh, it's fine. I go to my buyers, wait, <laughs> let someone else go through that. Being able to save a lot of deals and make sure that you are getting the best return and finding out, especially in the mineral market right now, where are the pieces of land in rural communities that are emptying out because so many people are selling their land, wanting to move in closer to cable and Google Fiber and internet and opportunities while there's kind of the outflow of the cities that are wanting to stretch out and get away from people. So I'm working on a state bill right now that provides visibility for tax foreclosed properties throughout the entire state. We have 105 counties and only seven of them have land banks. So being able to utilize a statewide land bank would provide a land investor the eyes to say, hey, in this area, we could really capitalize on mineral rights. And the buyer could be someone in the mineral right exchange because it's fantastic for wind, solar, or carbon credits, or oil and gas. 
but the landowner didn't know or the county doesn't know, and they just want the taxes. Layering the expertise of the community, but also the end buyer. What is it that that buyer really wants to do with the land to make sure they can actually do it? That's a great point. The other thing that we've noticed too is it's all about the connections and who you know. A broker that's focused on land, you probably know the people that you can get on site. And if you're listing the property, you know, one to have a perk test done. Anybody else, if I called that individual, it would, they would maybe put me back a couple of weeks, send a you know a bottle of Maker's Mark to them <laughs> the next day, or had to grease the wheels a little bit with the title company or title attorney to get them moving where you know that for anybody else walking up to them off the street, they would say, well, we're four to six weeks out. And you could say, hey, I have a relationship with so-and-so. Maybe they're my father's mother, maybe, or you've done so many deals with them. That they're like, okay, we'll squeeze your, your uh, clients in. So that's essential too, because sometimes potentially lose out on a buyer if you know, it's too long of a closing process. I think that's really helpful too. Yeah. And, and realtors that have done this for a long time can easily look at a mineral structures within the, you know, land mining, if, whether it's limestone rocks that are going on in a certain cliff over here or something. I think that expertise, like you said, boots on the ground. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been a fantastic interview, and I am so glad that you guys are here on this episode and being able to answer these important questions with the listeners on this podcast. Please, anybody that's listening, reach out to uh, Haley and Reed and answer any more of your questions that you might have. Visit their website at parcelsfunders.com. It's a phenomenal idea. And if you are a land investor and you want to start flipping land and really getting into it, you need to use Parcel Funders. This is the best way to move a lot of product fast and the systems are in place. When I'm listening to how they utilize realtors and land realtors, you need to be able to know the land well to be able to sell it or else you get stuck with it. Worst thing ever to get stuck with something you don't want. Very happy to have a chance to run these questions by you. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Angela. Thank you so much. Love this episode of Land on the Range podcast? Subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Join me next week for another episode. Thank you so much for listening.